What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. Terrence has a lot going on outside of the podcast network this week, so he will not be joining us, unfortunately, today. Um, I think he's also got a TNP off this week as well, so you guys will not get your Terrence fill. Um, also, I will tell you up front, no question of the week, because I had to record a budding watch enthusiast video right before coming on here, and I was my first day back from vacation at my actual job, so... Didn't have time to do a question of the week. <laughs> My apologies. And we will do better the next time. Uh, probably not, though, because we're, <laughs> we're, we're, ter- we're, ter- we're, we've been terrible at question of the week lately. Awful. Uh, that's all right. We'll have a, we'll have a kick ass question of the week next week. Yeah, most likely. Uh, speaking of kicking ass or maybe getting your ass kicked, depending on your perspective. Um, I've been playing lots of Mario Tennis Aces over the weekend. And I would imagine that you've been playing some Mario Tennis Aces as well yeah i've been losing at a lot of mario tennis aces (laughs) (laughs) that stink so yeah mario tennis is is half of a pretty good game you know you know this game is like we compared it to a fighting game we played the demo a couple weeks ago it truly is a fighting game because outside of the online play the single player sucks yeah, it does. <laughs> it's not good at all. So that so we'll briefly talk about adventure mode, and then I'll talk about some online experience with the game as as you will, I'm sure as well. So the adventure mode has a loose story, which I couldn't give two shits about because who gives a fuck? It's a Mar. First of all, it's a Mario story in 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 the first place, and then it's a Mario te- a sports themed <laughs> story, which is also ridiculous and dumb. But essentially, it is a setup for you to go through and play through a variety of different challenges. Um, And then, you know, they have like different world hub worlds where you have two or three challenges and then you fight a boss that usually incorporates the skills that you practice during the challenges, I guess. And it's it's fine. Um, It seems unreasonably difficult at points. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> for this game uh kind of kind of brutal in the difficulty sometimes the 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 first thing that got really stuck on is there's this like mirror like you you fight you play a game of tennis against this mirror basically and you have to like hit these like they have like bubbles that are floating around in the reflection of the mirror and you have to pop a specific bubble and then once you do that they have these like gears that are like turning around this clock and you have to hit them in a specific order as well and the whole point is to teach you how to aim your zone shots. That, that's like the lesson they're trying to teach. But it's just hard. And like if you failed at any point, like you had to do the whole thing. And like this one particular challenge took like five minutes each time that you were Jeez. doing it. And it wasn't really a good time. Um, the boss fights are okay, I guess. Like there's not really much to them. It's, oh, I need to do this specific thing to kill this specific boss. Right. But it's just kind of uninspired. I don't – I haven't really been enjoying – the adventure mode too much. And that was supposed to be one of the highlight game modes of this game. Have you, have you even messed around with that at all? I gave up after I fought that piranha plant. I'm like, this is fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And and, I mean, I can, I can appreciate a good cornball Mario story about how the, they go to this Island that's uh, where everybody played tennis. And there's this, tennis monster that comes out of a tennis racket that possesses all the tennis players and we have to play tennis to save the tennis players from the tennis racket monster. all right all right all right 
Well, and like, here and here's the other dumb thing that I I didn't even know about until I read about it online. Where so like the benefit of doing adventure mode, other than I guess to upgrade your skills, is that you unlock certain courts in the free play mode that they have in the game, which is the local, you know, versus or single player mode. But the problem is that they just put them into like when you unlock these tennis courses, they put them into a a playlist that you can't even pick like which court you want to play on. Yo, when that you're sucks play. because these tennis courts can kiss my black ass. <laughs> <laughs> All these gimmicky courts. I, I I played adventure mode up into the ship. And when I hit the ball and it hit the mast of that ship, I said, fuck you. I'm not playing this level because you get on my damn nerves. Like, Are you serious? Like, oh, I'm all right. it. It just banked off. All right, never mind. Yeah, but, it's, that's that's what that's what you get. Um, I did. Yeah, I didn't play too much of uh, adventure mode. Been playing um, hell of, hell of a time online though. That's for sure. Yo, online. Uh, I mean, I like the game, but goodness gracious, man! Like, I'm getting I'm getting shellacked. Some people are really good. Um, apparently, like if you play, a, if you end up against like a Rosalina or a Boo that knows what they're doing, you might yo, you might as well just put the racket down. Yeah, first time I fought a Boo, I was so mad I, I couldn't believe it. Like I was, I was livid, man. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't take it. Like whenever they do that, uh, I forget the name of the shot, but it's like the blue shot, the, the shot with the blue. Strip. It's it's a it's a slice basically. It's a slice. Yeah, shot. and yeah, I mean they they sliced the shit out of that thing, man. Like goodness gracious. Well, the, the the thing that I think is the problem is that those like that slice is extremely powerful. That slice is OP, man. Right, but and the other and the issue is that the other characters, or at least that I haven't discovered it yet, the other characters don't have any thing in their arsenal that's comparable to that. Like the power mm-hmm. characters hit harder shots, and so you might be able to stagger your opponent more easily. The speedy characters obviously can move around the court much faster. I don't know what the benefit of, of the defensive characters is like Bowser Jr. And Waluigi are both considered defensive characters, but yeah, that those tricky characters, with that fucking ridiculous slice like that's, I don't know what to do. Like if, like if I get to like the third round and, and my opponent is boo, I'm just like, I'm just, I might as well put this fucking thing down because right. <laughs> I'm about to get stomped. I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe you got to master that trick shot. But even then, like I, that, that is the only way that I was able to hang in for any period of time is is by mass is like you said, mastering that trick shot and using that with reckless abandon, basically. Yeah, yeah, man. And then even then, like if you don't if you don't really master the trick shot, like you're burning all your resources, right? So I, mm, I it's I like it. I I, I really do like it. Uh, I'm going to try and get my wife into it so that I can play a human that I can beat. <laughs> you, you, and you will too, because this, this is definitely a game where, where skill rules for sure. Like if you're used to playing, um, but it's, it's fun. Like I said, I've played a, I've played probably 30 to 40 online matches already so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have about a 500 record. I can usually get into the third round of the online tournament. I do hope that they expand the online mode slightly beyond just that simple tournament structure. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to be able to do like casual matches, maybe yeah. that kind of thing. So do a quick exhibition and they'll add stuff to the game. So my, my point is though, I, I think our, I think our Mario Kart of this year praise 
might be a shade too high <laughs> yeah. for what this game is able to achieve. Um, it's definitely fun to play online, but if you're not going to play it online, I would say definitely pass because the single player offline game modes are not uh, up to snuff. And I have not done like swing mode or any of that bullshit because it's not not no, what I want. It's not the it's not the game. No, it's not the game. Um, you know what I I fired up that I this is how bad I am with my switch. I uh, I downloaded the Octopath Traveler. Oh, demo, oh, I've been playing that too, actually. But I downloaded the first one. That was a bad move on your part. Yeah, I downloaded <laughs> the first one and started playing. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. You know, like I played the dancer and I'm like, whoa, first of all, whoa, like this, this is, this is a, a dark ass story, man. Like it this can is, be. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And then I noticed that, oh, there's, the other demo, because I'm like, well, is this the demo that people are talking about? And no, I saw that there's another demo, so I downloaded that. Now I have to go play that, because right. that's the one that carries over, right? Yes, basically, basically the the demo that you just got is, it basically lets you play from the start of the game, and it lets you play up to three hours worth, which mm. will be enough time to probably get through two of the like origin stories. For the game, which, by the way, as soon as I started playing, I'm like, I know Mike is going to love this because it is essentially your favorite part of Dragon Age Origins, except you get to go through all of them before you get <laughs> yeah. to the meat and potatoes yeah. of the game. So, <laughs> I, so I, as soon as I saw that, that's basically what they were doing. I'm just like, oh, man, I was like Mike is really going to dig this a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I like what the game could possibly become. Um. And it is, it, it looks like it's got a lot of potential. I, the, the only thing that I don't want to say I'm worried about this, but the battle system when you're only using one character is a little rudimentary. Um, I hope that once you have an actual party and you can like combine skills and stuff like that, that it gets a little bit more complex because it's, it's fine. It works well. And it's interesting because it, it kind of, in most Japanese role-playing games, like you're actually better served if you focus on one enemy at a time. And actually in this game, that's not necessarily the case. You kind of have to, if you're fighting against multiple foes, you have to kind of bounce back and forth uh, to take advantage of which, which foe is striking next, like who's coming up in the turn order next. Can I break this guy if I attack him with the weakness? So I really like the battle system and I, and I'm curious to see what it's going to become um, once you get more characters doing more stuff, but yeah, it's been, it's been delightful so far. I can't wait for that. It's a game comes out in like two and a half weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I can finally pre-order it now. So I'm, I'm super excited for that game. I'm, I'm, I got high hopes, man. Like this is, uh, like you said, I think you said it before this, this might be my return to like a final fantasy six style game. You know what I mean? Just everything down to the look, to the, the very interesting story to, to, um, uh, a cast of characters that seems to be uh, really interesting, and that's all I really need. I was surprised that it was voiced too; that the story was voiced. Yeah, yeah. The the, the not cutscenes, but the right know, the dialogue scenes are are right. fully voiced as well. Yeah, man. Like I said, the the enemy um the enemy sprites remind me exactly of Final Fantasy VI. Like if they made a modern day redoing of Final Fantasy VI, that's exactly what the enemy uh enemies would look like in the game. Yeah. So. And I like what they do with uh, with lighting. Like they play around with lighting a lot in uh, in the game that makes it unique. You know what I mean? It it gives it some sort of weird two and a half, two and three quarter dimension to it, which uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that, man. I, I, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I wish I played the right one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it only sucks because when you go, when you eventually get to the dancer, you'll just basically playing that part over again, essentially. So, yeah. But yeah, it's like I said, I've enjoyed it so far as well. So uh, make sure, guys, a little bit of housekeeping. Go to YouTube.com slash Dense Pixels and hit the subscribe button while you're there. Uh, if you've been living under a rock and you missed all of our E3 coverage a couple weeks ago, there is plenty to check out there. We did, uh, I think, if you count the pre-show, six different episodes. Um, you can probably skip the pre-shows at this point, but make sure you check out all the other ones if you missed it. Um, we also posted those in podcast format as well if that's more convenient. But check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe there while you do it. Uh, TMP Studios also has a premium channel. You guys know this, I'm sure, but make sure you go to densepixels.com slash premium and sign up for just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. That gets you access to the airing of grievances, the men with the golden tongues, uh, the No Time to Bleed action movie podcast, and the Look Forward political podcast, as well as video episodes of the Nerdpocalypse podcast as well. Well worth your money, we promise. Lots of great content, hundreds of hours already, and we add more every single week. And then finally, no matter what podcatching device you use, be it Spotify, be it Apple Podcasts, be it the new Google Podcast app or any podcatcher, search for Dense Pixels, subscribe to the show while you're there. We will drop new episodes into your feed while you sleep on Monday nights, and they'll be ready for your commute on Tuesday morning. And if you do use Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. It helps grow the audience. It helps grow the show. And if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the air. So new releases, uh, this is the last two weeks worth, basically. Um, so And not a comprehensive list, it's more just highlights. So at retail stores, uh, Lego The Incredibles released a couple weeks ago. Mario Tennis Aces released, as you all know. Uh, the Crew 2 is coming out next, this week. Uh, Near Automata, Become As Gods Edition, coming out for the Xbox One this week. The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy coming out for Xbox One and Switch. And Wolfenstein 2 is releasing for the Nintendo Switch. So if you wanted to play a very beautiful shooter in 720p, uh, that's there for you as well. I, I tried the Doom on the Switch. I was not impressed. Like, like, it's cool for what it is, but if you have the choice to play that on PS4 and Xbox One or the Switch, like, why are you ever choosing Yeah, I gotta version? imagine that, you know, you can't really go back. <laughs> no, you absolutely cannot. You absolutely cannot. Uh, digital highlights. So if you ever wanted to pull a John Hammond and build your own Jurassic Park style theme park, Jurassic World Evolution released a couple weeks ago. This is basically the Jurassic Park theme park builder that they came out with. Uh, Super Bomberman R releasing for PS4 and Xbox One. This came out on the Switch upon release to very poor reviews, so probably can avoid that. Uh, Omega Strike, a Metroidvania style, aka Metroid style game, released for the Xbox One a couple weeks ago. Uh, Lumines Remastered finally coming out this week on all platforms: Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. I already have my copy preloaded on my Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, Rainbow Six, a new JRPG coming out for PS4. Tour de France 2018 coming out on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So if all you cycling nerds out there needed your fix. Uh, that's going to be available. And then War World of Tanks Mercenary is releasing for Xbox One this week as well. Only one new release date announcement outside of the E3 uh, kerfluffle, and that is Life is Strange 2 is coming starting on September 22nd is when Episode 1 will release. Then you can play The Adventures of Captain Underpants or whatever the fuck that game is called <laughs> uh, in, in the meantime, which I think comes out this week, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember that kid's name. Uh, yeah, it's like, 
you know, Captain Make a Wish. <laughs> I, really, I really can't remember. Uh, it doesn't have uh, anything to do with the butterfly effect uh, that that made uh, Life is Strange a hit for me. So I don't really give a shit. Micah, how much Luminous Remastered are you going to play this week? Uh, I'm going to play a lot of it, but I won't be playing it this week. I got to uh, I gotta wait till I get paid. And, Fair enough. Uh, I got to make sure that I pre-order uh, uh, Octopath Traveler first. And I don't have any money because I bought a PS4 Pro. Oh, you finally did it. You finally did. did it. I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised. After, <laughs> after, our, after our conversation last week, uh, it comes as no surprise. So ha- has the extra juice, has the extra pro goodness been noticed by you so far? That's a good question. Well, ask. first of all, it, uh, it, it, it performs better. Like, like, the, like load times and stuff like that are noticeably different. Um, I can tell a difference with some games. Like I threw in God of War just to see, you know, uh, just to try and uh, uh, see a difference. And yeah, it does move a little smoother. Um, I, uh, I, I am happy with my purchase so much so that I went out and bought a four terabyte external hard drive because <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of, because I was trying to do the conversion and they're like, oh, and I had a, I had a two gig in my, or a two terabyte in my old PS4. I said, well, nuts to that. I got to get me a, got to get me a bigger one. And uh, I'm selling Jay my my old PS4, uh, and I said, "Well, nuts to that! He's not getting a free two terabyte hard drive, uh, <laughs> something that he'll never use. He's gonna buy God of War and Spider Man, and that's it. So let me yank this thing out. But um, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I now I don't. I was like, well, should I should I get an Xbox One X? No, no. But I I like. Like I legit can't think of a reason to buy the Xbox One X. So yeah, I think most of my games will be. I think this might be the death nail for for the Xbox in my house, man. Like, because most of the games I'm gonna get are gonna be on the the Pro now. So I I don't know. I mean, I I, s- I sold my Xbox One by the way recently. Oh damn! It's I because mean, I I thought about it and, and uh, the only thing that I so since Cuphead came out in November. The only thing that I powered it on for besides that is because I had my Super NES Classic plugged into it and powered by it because <laughs> I didn't have a free a free HDMI port on the TV for it. So I just plugged it into the TV mode of the Xbox. That's literally the only thing I've used my Xbox one for God aside damn. from Cuphead. So I was looking at it and I was like, do I still need to own you? And I looked at all the terrific Microsoft exclusives that we talked about that are coming from <laughs> E3 never. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't need to. I'm I'm gonna hold on to it, but um, but yeah, I, I I I'm not gonna upgrade, and I think that speaks volumes. Like for well, you, for for you especially, yeah. yeah. You always uh, you always like the new shiny toy, so yeah. And uh, so now I just got to get a 4K TV. I mean, that's a better use of your money than buying an Xbox One X. I can tell you, so. <laughs> Enjoy Crackdown 3, maybe, one day, possibly. <laughs> nah, that game ain't coming out, yeah. man. We'll see. And at, at this point, I'm not going to buy it out of principle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Crackdown was overrated anyway. The only reason it, it gained any traction is because it came with Halo 2. And, um, and, and it, you know, there, there are many other open world games. I, I would rather play Saints Row. I get a better feeling 
of superhero dumb superhero ness from the Saints Row games than I do correct now. Not even not even actual Halo Three, just the Halo Three beta. Yeah, just a beta. <laughs> Bleh. Said also over also also by that corollary also overrated zone of the Enders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You hear that? Micah hates Zone of the Enders. Send all of your hate mail to Micah at DensePixels. Send it to dot com. Send it to me. I will send you uh, a, a picture of a human cockpit. <laughs> like, see, I'm cosplaying as Zone of the Enders, and then there's just somebody's big dick hanging out because that's what that game did. <laughs> it made you sit in a robot dick and fight each other. What if Death Stranding is actually Zone of the Enders three? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Why not? Nothing know. else makes sense. Uh, you know what? It would make the game have uh, uh, a more coherent story. Like, oh, okay, well, this is based off of this. I don't know why they're eating babies, and, and babies are giving thumbs up while, while in the stomachs, but fuck him. Stupid Kojima. <laughs> So speaking of people saying uh, fuck off to other people, uh, let's get the headlines. Bethesda Softworks is suing Warner Brothers Entertainment because apparently the new Westworld game that came out is, quote, a blatant ripoff of Fallout Shelter to, to, to the extent they claim it's even using the same source code. As Fallout oh, Shelter did. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I guess at first I was going to be like, all right, well, come on. Like, like if someone creates a game that's similar to yours, that's not grounds for, you know, but if they're using the same source code, that's it's a little different. So my my favorite, th- this is the most Bethesda thing of all time. My, fa- my, the, my favorite part of the story is one of the ways that they're alleging proof that they're using the same source code is because the demo build of the Westworld game had the exact same bug that the demo build of Fallout Shelter had in it that was later <laughs> fixed. Only Bethesda would use their software bugs as evidence of proof that their shit was being ripped off. No other company would do that, but Bethesda's like, yeah, we've got bugs all the time. Look, this is yeah, exactly the same. A, it, it's a point of pride for Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> to have oh a broken God. ass game like no 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 guys I know they're stealing from us because our game was broken when we launched it wait what oops <laughs> I, said the, I said the loud part soft and the soft part loud god damn it <laughs> that's funny so but yeah so apparently that's a thing that's happening um, so we'll see how that plays out I have a feeling that it's probably going to get settled out of court if I had to if I had to guess, especially with that bulletproof evidence that they have of the, <laughs> of, uh, of, of the exact same bug happening, but we will see. Um, I don't really care about the Westworld game, but uh, I mean, if you look at them side by side, they're very similar, but then again, Fallout Shelter is similar to other games of that ilk as well. So, Yeah, I, uh, I don't care about the Westworld game because I don't care about Westworld anymore because I, I watched the first season of that show. And then I, I watched the first two episodes of the second season. I'm just like, you know what? I'm too stupid. I'm done. Well, that is 12 more episodes of Westworld than I have watched to date so far. So <laughs> big old zero. Uh, that show is pretentious. 
<laughs> that, show, that show is right up Kojima's alley. Okay. Watch, watch he'll be a, a hidden consultant on the show. Yeah. We just don't even know. Maybe it's a, maybe Death Stranding is a Westworld game. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. The po- the possibilities are infinite. <laughs> so uh Microsoft had a little bit of uh of a snafu over the over this past week. So there was a there was a guy who pre-ordered the ultimate edition of Forza Horizon 4 on his PC cuz you know why would you want to make people buy your game console to play your games? Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, the game preloaded on his game on his uh, PC already for some reason, even though the game's not going to be out for another three months. But thanks to the game preloading, he was able to comb through the game's files and found the 450 car lineup that they plan on releasing for the game as well inside of all of that. So basically, the guy posted a full list of the cars that were found, he even organized them all by manufacturer. And uh, yeah, they kind of they kind of fucked up a little bit because unfortunately, one of the ways that racing games especially have to build excitement for this release is to trickle out the different cars that are going to be in the game and keep people guessing. But uh, but yeah, that's that's all that's all out for people to to look at now. What's uh, Horizon Four? being developed by Capcom this season. <laughs> um, yeah, that sucks for them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you can't win for losing, man. But, uh, I mean, look, no harm, no foul, I, I guess. Uh, people who are still into that game, I have to imagine, are still going to be into it. Um, maybe they can drum up some sort of, you know, excitement of, I bet you can't wait to ride around in this you know, Pento or whatever. Yeah, if they, if they were smart, they would um they would steer into the skid and use this to their advantage if they could. So I'm yeah. going th- I'm going through the list right now. Uh, they have the AMC Javelin from Man with the Golden Gun inside of this. Uh, they have a 1971 AMC Javelin. That was the car that James Bond wow. drove in Man with the Golden Gun. All right. See, look at that. My my interest is ticked in this game. <laughs> there you go. Can't play it because I got rid of my Xbox One. But you know, <laughs> it's uh. I care more about it than I did two seconds ago, just based on that car alone. I wonder if they're going to have a spiral, uh, a spiral bridge that you can jump the car over, complete with sli- with inappropriate slide whistle. <laughs> I wonder if uh, you can chauffeur around a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got here? They have, an, they have a 1969 Oldsmobile Hearst in the game for some reason. I don't know why that jumped out at me. Did you do? You, did you ever know anyone that had an Oldsmobile? My mom had an Oldsmobile growing up. My um, I think my grandma had a had an Oldsmobile. That's um, that's that that's a good way that you can date somebody if 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 they if if they've heard of Oldsmobile, and and you have not, then that means that they are old and you are not because we are yeah. old for knowing. <laughs> yeah, so. these all these all our all our listeners are like what who. No, my grandmother had my grandmother had uh, a deuce and a quarter. A deuce and a quarter. Yes, it is a it is a Buick. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it is a Buick. It is the size of one of those boats that you play in in uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, didn't have seat belts. Didn't have seats. It's just one big ass bench. Yep, that's how that's how <laughs> that worked back in the day. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, Oldsmobile's basically were just. Cheaper Buicks, essentially. For I mean, yeah. my my grandfather had a Buick as well. Uh, See, kids, uh, car manufacturers didn't have seatbelts in cars because all cars 
were built like battering rams. <laughs> it's true. None of this, none of this, you know, aluminum alloy for speed. Nope. Nope. You're getting a deuce and a quarter. Uh, you're the juggernaut. And, and not only that, them. but when they did finally introduce seat belts, even in the front seat, all you had was lap belts. They didn't have right. the shoulder, <laughs> the shoulder restraints. God, you, right. remember, you remember, you remember how your mind was blown also the first time you ever got into a car that had an electric seat belt on it. Oh yeah, man. I was like, what in the world? We're, we're living in the future. Bro. <laughs> we're living in the future. Those things were the worst pieces of shit of all time. I fucking hate electric seatbelt, man. Fucking hate them. <laughs> They are the worst, but yeah, there you go. That's 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 our old man car conversation <laughs> on this episode of Dense Pixels, so that we can date ourselves that much more. Uh, finally, for headlines, uh, WWE uh, announced with very little fanfare compared to what they've done in the past. The title athlete for this year's edition of the game uh, it is going to be none other than the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, uh, the current WWE champion, uh, who will be on the cover of the game. Plus, besides that, he introduced the million dollar challenge that used to be a part of the 2k baseball series uh that is now moving over to wwe apparently you'll be eligible uh to enter like if there's gonna be a, a game mode in the game that has not been revealed yet and the top four players will face off in a tournament the winner will face aj styles head-to-head in a match with a million dollars at stake yo <laughs> whose million dollars is it uh, two K's million dollars. It ain't it, or take two's million dollars. It ain't, it ain't WWE's million dollars. <laughs> they they, they did that like, once already. That don't sound like a Vince McMahon mandate. He he already did. He did that uh like ten years ago. He gave away a million dollars to somebody. Oh, he did. Yeah, it was it was oh. a big deal. It was very, very weird because I guess they were trying to pick up sagging ratings. They had like a million dollar contest that went over a number of weeks. God damn, you had to pay people to watch the show. I guess. Um, this just in from the anonymous Dense Pixels general manager. <laughs> uh, quote, even though there's no question of the week, I humbly ask that you call Malcolm a bigot for hating Velveteen Dream. I know, who said, I know who said this in. It is, it is the anonymous <laughs> Dense Pixels general manager. <laughs> so, you know, we got we to gotta do what the anonymous Dense Pixels general manager asks. Uh, Malcolm, you're a bigot for being a black man that hates all black wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Except for uh, perhaps Bobby, I don't know how to speak well on a mic, Lashley. I said it again. I said it before, I'll say it again. That dude looks like a thumb. Yeah, he does, He has man. a very round head. I said it before, I think I'll say it again. Did I say it on here? He looks like a, he looks like a bunch of kettlebells that just anthropomorphize. <laughs> <laughs> he's just one big kettlebell up with, up top. His two big kettlebell shoulders, his big kettlebell arms. He's a big ass kettlebell. I'll never understand how Malcolm can hate on the dream. Uh look, you don't like his gimmick. I get it. You know, you just want a guy to be a two name guy. That dude's so good though. He's really good. He is a two name guy. Velveteen Dream. Those are two names. <laughs> I don't know if Malcolm grew up in the era of Rick Rude. So he might not he might not appreciate uh he might not appreciate Velveteen Dreams. So if Rick Rick Rude met Gold Dust, that's basically yeah, what you get. If Rick Rude met Gold Dust and and uh and listened to a lot of Prince. <laughs> <laughs> that's Velveteen Dream. Look, man, uh, like I said, I but like it's it's great when a guy can come out 
and his tight like just his attire has layers that you can dive into it because of course when he yeah. came out at takeover you're like oh i'll go get him like oh shit that's funny but then like people broke it down he actually had like the prince puma tights on there making yeah. fun of ricochet i'm just like wow that's fucking awesome and you and you know he's got input on that you know that's not fucking some some dude in in the back coming up with this shit yeah, this ain't a. I don't think this is a Triple H Booker T thing. Like, if you met, I, I, he's still so. I think he's still salty about that. I get that. You know what I mean? Like, Triple H was a racist towards Booker T. You know what I mean? But, but, uh, yeah, Velveteen Dream's awesome, man. He and Ricochet at that last takeover. I, I, that was that was the stuff of of magic. Even that was, uh, the, that was the stuff you see in your Velveteen Dreams. He, he even put, he even put up the, the palm to Hulk Hogan. Like Hulk Hogan tried to encroach on that uh, <laughs> on that thing. He's like, "Yeah, hey, we can do some business." He's like, "Step off, Hulk Hogan. I don't right. need you. Step off, bigot. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't forget what you. I'm still black. I ain't forget what you said. Where's your daughter?" So yeah, very cool. But yeah, so that's uh, that was headlines. Uh, before we turn over to Micah, just a reminder. Go to densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything off of Amazon, big or small. That includes when you buy PlayStation or Xbox credit. You don't have to buy it through the console. You can buy it through Amazon, give us some money, and they'll send you the code, and then you can put it in the console. Yes, it's an extra step. Yes, it's more convenient, but you support your favorite video game podcast. Isn't that really what's important at the end of the day? So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything off Amazon. Thank you to those of you that use our link, and if you've not tried it yet, Give it a shot because it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's awesome. By the way, Malcolm, if you uh, have any messages that you would like us to deliver to the anonymous Dense Pixels general manager, uh, let us know. We'll be happy to be the go-between between uh, you two. <laughs> see, if we can get a, see if we can get a feud going. Speaking of uh, feuds, I'm terrible at that. No, that was a good one. This is a good one. So. Uh, Fortnite recently launched on the Nintendo Switch, and that version of the game can be played against uh, iOS people, Mac people, Windows PC people, Xbox One people. The problem is that using a Fortnite account that has been used on a PlayStation 4 will keep you from using that account on the Switch, and that account has been, uh, and an account that has been used on the Switch cannot be played on the PS4. What the dilly, yo? That was terrible. That oh, yeah. was terrible. So the, so here we are yet again, yet another game where PlayStation is putting up the fence in their walled garden and not allowing people to, to play cross-platform, even though other platforms are opening their gates. We saw this with Minecraft, most famously, even to the point where uh, Microsoft and Nintendo collaborated on a commercial uh, to advertise the cross-play connectivity between the platforms, which indirectly was throwing shade at Sony. Um, we see it kind of with Rocket League, where PlayStation and PC can play against each other in Rocket League, but I, but it with nobody else. Um, and people are getting sick and tired of it. But here's the thing. The problem with this that's never mentioned, and I think that does give PlayStation some credence to their decision making is this so when you log into fortnite you need to create an epic games account and let's say that you play fortnite primarily on pc and you bite you put all your microtransactions that you you know all your outfits and crazy shit that you bought on pc and then you log into the playstation 4 with that same account 
The problem is that you have all this stuff, but Sony is not getting a cut of the sales. And you say, oh, that's being greedy. That's, you know, what what the hell, Sony? It's kind of why they're there, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're there to make right. money. It's it's not a charity. So And, and likewise, if you've bought stuff on PS4, um, you know, I don't, I mean, Microsoft and Nintendo obviously don't give a shit, apparently, because, you know, they're more than happy to open the gates up. But their their stance is also from a place of, well, maybe not Nintendo as much, but Microsoft is from a place of weakness right now because they're so far behind in console sales that they really don't have the ability to step up and say, hey, we're going to be, we're closing off our garden too. Trust me, I'm sure if Microsoft had the ability to do that with the sales right now, believe me when I tell you that they would. Like their their, their benevolence that people are saying is born from desperation. It's not, it's not because... They are in the in the king seat right now, and Sony is. So Sony gets to do stuff like this, and fans don't like it. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's not putting a hurting on their bottom line. So they're not going to stop until it does. Hmm. I um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this seems pretty cut and dry to me. I, I you know, it sucks, but um, I get it. Um. At the same time, this next story, uh, unless you have anything else that you want to talk I about. I mean, do you have any thoughts on it besides besides my, uh, not rant, but no, soliloquy I, on I, it? I think, you, I think you summed it up pretty perfectly. Yeah. And, and before we do move on, like there, there are people, like there's a bunch in the article that we have linked in front of us here. There's a bunch of people that are like really pissed about this. And the, so here's one thing that I don't like per se. So one of these people are saying, hey, Sony needs to kick up the ass to be more consumer friendly. Oh, do you mean consumer friendly like, you know, charging you for battery packs that should come standard in controllers and charging you for Wi-Fi adapters and things like that? Like that kind of consumer friendly? <laughs> so it, it, all, mean, it all balances out in the end. Yeah, people, you know, people, <laughs> people, are, people are mad at the thing right in front of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it just... That's why I don't pay. I don't pay too much of this anymore. I, I will. I will put. I will. The the one point that I will make for people that are upset about this is that they didn't know going in that it was going to be this way. That's fair. Like if Sony had upfront said, "Hey, just so you know, this account that you're creating here is only going to be usable on the PlayStation Four platform. You'll never be able to use it on any other platform." If they had said that upfront, then I think that would have helped diffuse a little bit of the bad vibes that are going around right now. So I, I can understand that standpoint. But being mad at Sony just for doing it, I I just don't I don't get. I really don't get. I mean, I I don't I don't know. I'm of uh, I'm of two minds to this. Uh, well, not this necessarily. I kind of get Sony's position. I, I do not get necessarily Valve's position uh, <laughs> in this next story. Uh, and I'm really really interested to hear your your take on it. Um, so in a blog post. Um, Valve has basically come out and said that they're not going to be responsible for things being sold through Steam. Uh, anyone can sell any game on Steam with a few exceptions. Quote uh, Eric Johnson uh, of Valve, we decided that the right approach is to allow everything onto Steam's onto the Steam store except for things that we decide are illegal or straight up trolling. Taking this approach allows us to focus less on trying to police what should be on Steam 
and more on building those tools to give people control over what kinds of content they want to see. Um, they, this is, this is very odd. This article points out that the wording is important because you'd think what is illegal is a question for laws and courts, but not valve, uh, and not valve, but this allows them to wash their hands of most decisions while keeping the control to interpret what illegal games should be removed and to be the final arbiter of what is and isn't trolling. Uh, it's a way of making sure the peasants know uh, that they are responsible for themselves, but the king is still the king. Um, it is also uh, to be noted that Valve will continue to take uh, a hefty percentage of every game sold on Steam. Um, there are a lot of things to unpack here. Um, okay you you don't you don't want you don't want to be bothered with having to police content having to sift through the shit to to you know find the 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 real games you you want to but you you but you still want to keep your I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand if, if valve is trying to go the way of Facebook or, or because like anybody can post anything on Facebook unless it's something that Facebook deems inappropriate. And even then it's got to get reported. Right. So it, I don't, I, I, what do you, what do you, what do you think of this? What is your so, take on and, and to be clear, since we are going from an opinion piece, I will, uh, I will shout out Ben Kachera from Polygon. This is the piece that yes. we're going from. Um, so when you have a, when you have a storefront, you're free to run it however you want. Mm -hmm. It's their prerogative. But right. my, my standpoint is what you allow, you're implicitly endorsing. Right. So if you're allowing games on your platform that don't necessarily represent what you are as a company, well then aren't you kind of endorsing that those games and those viewpoints and stuff like that as well. And to be clear, like, so like one of the games that I saw recently was, and I think we might've talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago was that like school shooting simulator game that they came out with where you're actually like being a school shooter. And that is that to me kind of crosses a decency line, I guess. And I guess, you know, I, I understand. Actually, let me put it this way. I would understand their argument if their argument wasn't rooted in what amounts to laziness, because let's yeah. not pretend like Valve hasn't had a problem curating the Steam marketplace for several years now. Whether it's allowing like bullshit asset flip games on the marketplace or, you know, things that have questionable content, um, like that game that I just mentioned, that one game like Hatred that supposedly <laughs> can't come out anywhere from Poland, you know, that super violent like serial killer simulator deal that I know yeah, we've talked the, about. The on twin stick before. serial killer shooter. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So but it's but it's born from laziness. Like Valve is a company with virtually unlimited resources. If they wanted to hire people that their only job was to curate 
the Steam marketplace, they could easily do that and not bat an eye. The reason that they're not doing it is because they don't feel like it. And when that's when that's your policy, when your when your stance is rooted in laziness and be like, eh, we'll just let the free market figure this out. You know, the <laughs> the free Steam market, you know, figure out what's good and what's not good. Yeah, that's cool, I guess, that you're giving whoever wants a platform to put whatever bullshit nonsense game they want on your platform, and that's fine, I guess, but is that really the company that you want to be? Yeah, that's the this stuff is a reflection on you, man. Uh, you know, Jay runs this company. And we can say pretty much anything we want. But at the same time, we are a reflection of the brand that he's trying to build, which is why certain people aren't here anymore. Because, you know, he's trying to build a, a, a specific brand that has a, a, a certain message. And if, if something is too egregious, I, you don't want that to be representative, uh, a representative of, of your, your brand. I, I just don't like... And like you said, it's just laziness. It's laziness, and it comes off as as greedy. Um, well, and, and and the thing is too, like their so their their stance is we're going to not police what's going to be on the platform, and instead we're going to build tools so that they can control what people see and don't see. Like, like really, like can't you just make sure that certain games are on the platform because there's so much garbage that's on Steam. Like it's. It is not, it seems healthy, but it's not healthy when year over year for the past three years, like the amount of games in the Steam marketplace is more than doubling every year. Because believe me when I tell you that 97% of those games are ter- are just bullshit, not even from a content standpoint, from a technical standpoint. Like right. they're games that, quite frankly, I'm sorry, shouldn't be seeing the light of day where people are expected to pay money to use them. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and again, if, like to plead laziness is fine. And, and I, I give Sony a lot of grief over what some PS4 games that make it out onto the platform. Again, this is, it's, to me, it's not even about, it's mostly not even about the content standpoint. There's always going to be games that have controversial content. And I don't know that any of us should be the police for what is and is not appropriate. Now, there are lines to be drawn and there are things that are, that do kind of push the border of good decency that I think that a reasonable person could say, yeah, we probably don't want to be associated with this. I'm more talking about it from a technical standpoint. Like these games are shit that are coming out on fucking steam and there's thousands of them coming out every single year. And there really shouldn't be like, it's, it's not too much to ask if you're a customer of this platform that they, when they're making money hand over fist that they are, that they t- have a group of people that is able to curate this stuff and, and to have a certain standard of quality. That you expect that's, from stuff on your marketplace. That's it. The, the, the standard of quality. That's the issue. I, I 100% agree with you that, you know, content is subjective, right? I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, do whatever, say whatever. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt anybody. But, to you know, to a point, um, you know, I have my own personal views and, and people use music and video games and and media to to brainwash people into thinking certain ways and all that but but you're absolutely right the the garbage that is that is just in the steam marketplace is just it's sad it, it, it's it's not it's like walking into somebody into into a storefront that's just dirty that's just got like everything 
it, it's like walking into a store the day after Black Friday. You know what I mean? Like everybody's everything's just all over the place. You can't find what you want. And quite frankly, it's a turnoff, man. I don't want to buy something through Steam if I got to sit through a bunch of if I got to sift through a bunch of bullshit. And, and yeah, their algorithms or whatever try to help you out. But it, I don't know, man. It's just not the same. I just, I'm very, I'm I very surprised at this company. Right. I can't. Something just doesn't equate to me seeing a company that makes million, like hundreds of millions of dollars every year that's able to just sit back and just say, we're just going to wash our hands of, of any kind of any, any kind of standard for our marketplace. Yeah. And, like and they're, is- and they're coming and, and their, their whole point is they're coming at it from the content standpoint. Like they're coming at it from the content of the game standpoint. Like here's, here's a line from this blog post. It says, quote, it means that the seam store is going to contain something that you hate and don't think should exist unless you don't have any opinions that's guaranteed to happen. But you're also going to see something on the store that you believe should be there and some other people will hate it and want it not to exist. But it also means that the games we allow into the store will not be a reflection of Valve's values. Well, then what's the point of even fucking being there? You know what I mean? I mean, by that token, I mean, isn't it isn't it not unreasonable that I can just say the opposite of what he just said? Well, that game's not no game is going to be a reflection of your values, but you're taking a percentage of every game that you sell. So theoretically, yeah, you are like you said, you are implicitly endorsing everything on your platform because you let it on your platform. Right, that's I, what I'm I, saying. Like, you can't just be like, "Oh, we're washing hands." Like, no, you can't. You, just you, say you that. You literally, you cannot. If 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 uh, if Marvel Studios releases a movie that has a bunch of like questionable shit, guess what? That's gonna be hung around the neck of Marvel Studios. You get Marvel Studios. Kevin Feige can't come out. You know, a month after that movie comes out, be like, "Listen, like, just just because we're releasing this doesn't mean it's a reflection of who I we are as a company." I, I think the better analogy is if if uh, Marvel Studios came out and released something that's questionable, it's a reflection on Disney. Like it, 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 it is. So I don't. I, <laughs> this is baffling to me. And like, it's, but again, it's, not, it's, it's, it's laziness. It's, it's nothing more <laughs> than like, like you don't, you really don't have to read any deeper into it than the fact that it's laziness. This isn't politically motivated. This isn't like, you know, there, there's no motivation other than we don't feel like doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. Cause if they wanted to, they could, if yeah. they wanted to, they you, could. You, but you, like I said, you want, you want this game, you find it. Could you imagine walking into a store and you going up to the clerk at Target and say, hey, where can I get the Cheerios? Fuck you. You find it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. But but and again, they're, uh, of course, they're going to be fine with their fucking marketplace turning into the Wild West because, like you said, they're getting a cut of every sale. So what the fuck do they care? They, they, <laughs> they look at it as, oh, more games means more money. Because you got to pay them to get on the store anyway, <laughs> and then they also take a cut of your sales. So yeah, what the fuck? Of course they're not going to give a shit. But again, I ju- I just expect more from this company, and and there like there's no it, it kills me that there's no reasonable competitor in the marketplace to them. Yeah, like like they they have a de facto monopoly outside of EA, you know, the Origin Store, and outside of UPlay, just because. 
those are specific publisher games that they have locked behind there. But other than that, like if you want to be a competitor to Steam in the PC marketplace, good fucking luck. Because <laughs> because it's a jug, it's it's a monolith now at this point. Jesus Christ, I. Mm. Yeah, I was sitting here racking my brain trying to feel like it's got to be, it's got to be something else to it. No, it's, it's, it's sheer. Right. I think we don't feel like doing it. It's sheer laziness. And I cannot, you know, I I can only imagine the, the Herculean tasks that it would be to police everything on it. And it would, to be clear, it would, it would, it would require a company that has a vast amount of financial resources that would be able to absorb the blow of hiring, I don't know, 30 or 40 employees that spe- to specifically do that job. I don't know if such a company exists that could possibly undertake such a, fina- <laughs> a, a fiscal responsibility to be able to do something like that, to make sure that their platform is not being used for fucking garbage. But uh, apparently that company doesn't exist. <laughs> when are we getting Half-Life 3? That's what they should have said. See, that, <laughs> They could have alleviated any negative press they gave for this by being like, and listen, by doing this, now we're able to make Half-Life 3 for you guys. <laughs> You'll be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> turn turn your store into fucking gun smoke. We don't care. We're getting Half-Life 3. <laughs> so, and so like I said, it's 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 sheer laziness. It's just, it, it's it's not because it, it's they're not being benevolent. They're just they just don't feel like fucking doing it. That's all. Yeah. That's all it boils down to. Like even the yeah, even the statements don't come off as <laughs> as you know. Well, we we uh, it, they come off as as flippant and condescending. Like uh, no, no, you. This approach allows us to focus on trying to less on trying to police and more on giving you the tools you need. Whatever to Fuck filter it. the content. Well, a filter, an age gate. Is that it? Jerks. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I'm, wait, I'm I, waiting for the filter to pop up on Steam now. Like, what political party do you do you, do you align with? So I mean, we can show look, you, not show you these games. In the in the climate that we're in, man, I don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. The uh, the comments underneath that article are actually uh, halfway decent. Also, um, when you say halfway decent, do you mean like they're actually insightful or they're funny to laugh at? No, no, no. They're actually insightful. Oh, la- oh you mean the Polygon people. article? I was, yeah, I, I actually was looking at the comments on the blog post and just, and just oh, laughing. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> 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 oh man! But and and again, like I said, it, it's not as if we don't have a perfect corollary of what a hands-off approach to your platform. It's not like we haven't seen any problems with that lately, have we, guys? Right. right. So, whatever. You're, you're ready for a wave of fake games. <laughs> fake games. Oh, thank you for coming through with the episode. <laughs> at the last, uh, at, 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 the, at the breath here. Very good. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's lazy, and this is going to have a net negative effect on Steam, I have to imagine. But it's not going to matter because they're going to still make all oh, the money yeah. because That's they're the thing. Steam. It's not so. going to matter. God damn. Not going to matter one bit. Enjoy your, enjoy your Steam summer sale, guys. <laughs> enjoy buying 30 games that you're never going to play for $2 a piece. <laughs> so I'm sure it'll be great. Enjoy, enjoy sifting through the fucking landfill that that store has become. 
have fun with your algorithms. Be fantastic. Yeah. So, great. <laughs> so that's it. I, I, I've been waiting to talk about that story for three weeks. So <laughs> I'm glad we got there. Um, so yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Again, if you are not part of our fan group, go to densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, conversations happening in there every single day. It's a good time. And check it out if you've not done so yet. Uh, we can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at densepixels. Subscribe to the podcast no matter what podcatcher you use. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And we are all on Twitch TV. I am densepixelsbrad. Terrence is apparition410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd, and Carrie is Suppets Carrie. Oh, before we leave, so Cade 6 is really dead, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. What the fuck? Like, wait, what? See, and that's the thing, right? Like, I, I, I'm, not mu- I'm not up on Destiny lore, but the Exos are robots, guys. Like, I can't, somebody can't just repair Cade? Not, I, apparently, there, there's a lore explanation as to why, okay. as to why it can't be done. As long um, as there's a reason why this robot can't be rebuilt, then I'm okay with that. I still haven't pre-ordered Forsaken yet. Yeah, we we glo- we glossed over that fact because of uh, because I I wasn't 100 sure that he was going to remain dead. But Bungie's like, nah, he's dead. Like he's dead, dead. He's dead forever. Wow. And I'm just like, goddamn. And they're telling yeah. us now. Apparently, apparently the whole first mission is like a fucking troll job. Like, like they, they designed the mission that, you know, that he's going to die. So they do a lot of like, uh, like false, uh, <laughs> like false death things. Oh, for him. damn. So now it's, now it's just like final destination. Like how is he going <laughs> to die? <laughs> so, but there's that. So yeah, looking forward to, uh, looking forward to forsaken. I have not prayed yet either, but that's not, not, not because I don't want it. To do that. I'm not, I'm not you. I don't fucking watching the free trailer then get on get on my computer real quick and free that shit right away so well thank you guys for joining us and we will see you all next time see ya